What's up? You are now listening to the Next Level Confident Podcast with Janelle and A. If you are ready to challenge your previous ways of thinking and take action on the bold, purpose-driven life you were created for, you'll want to keep listening. On the show, we will vulnerably discuss finding your purpose in life, strengthening your mindset, building quality relationships, and prioritizing your health. I hope you're as excited as I am. Let's do this. Hey everyone, welcome to Next Level Confident Podcast. This is Janelle Lene, and today on the show, I have an amazing woman who I love so dearly. She is a woman's wellness coach, and I'd like you all to welcome Natalie Rose. Hello. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> incoming call, incoming call. Hi, Janelle. That's, that's me. She's so popular, you guys. She's, people are calling her left and right right now. <laughs> I have my uh, phone connected to my computer. I apologize. Let me try to see if I can. No worries, that. girlfriend. No worries. Um, so you guys, just so you know, right off the bat, if you want to connect with Natalie while you're listening and you're like, who is this girl? I want to know more about her. You can head over to her Instagram at n. RX Fitness. That is NRX Fitness. And this is Natalie Rose. Natalie, do you want to tell everyone how we met? Wow. Yes, sure. So I always love telling this story. You and I both met because we both invested in ourselves into a business coach around the same time you and I decided to bring our health and fitness business online. And we joined the Life Changer Academy at the exact same time. And we were put into the same little small group of like 10 other people. And through that group, you and I just formed a deep connection, helped each other, helped a sister out along our journey. And it, it, it clicked. We clicked. And now here we are. How many years later, too? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And that's such a good point that you meet people when you invest in yourself, like when you are investing in your life, be that coaching or, um, you know, getting a trainer or getting a mindset coach or a business coach, or I don't even know, there's so many different ways you can meet people through these, but you end up meeting high level people who are hungry for growth, just like you are. And so that's why you and I clicked so well, because we were both hungry for growth and, um, we both wanted to, start a company that help people and change lives. Absolutely, Janelle. It's so crazy because the more you up-level yourself, the more you invest in yourself, you start attracting other people that are vibrating on the same high frequency as you are. Amen to that. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, let's just go ahead and jump into this. Um, Let's talk about our topic of the day, which is you are what you eat. So Natalie, when did your passion for nutrition first begin? Oh boy. Well, you know what? I grew up. So let's see. I was a nanny for a family in college and um, the, the woman who I nannied for, she was a holistic chiropractor. So she was a huge influence on me. And so naturally I took in, in college, health and physical education major, but you know, you don't really learn the, you don't really learn the, the nitty gritties in college. You just kind of learn, I want to say more of a high level overview. And it wasn't 
truly Janelle until um, I decided to take my health into my own hands, do my own research on my own time, um, and start healing my myself internally is where I really got a deep passion for nutrition and health on a cellular level. And that's because I found myself at the age of 28, walking around with chronic fatigue, chronic adult acne, um, I was a pre-diabetic and had leaky gut and all these things. And it wasn't Janelle from just, you know, it wasn't from me doing anything major. It was from minor actions that I took over the course of my entire lifetime. And even though I was quote unquote eating healthy, there were still items that I was incorporating into my diet on a daily basis that was triggering lots of inflammation and leading to my health problems. Wow. Dang. Can you tell everyone what um, leaky gut is? Because I don't know if everyone knows what that is. Yeah. You know what? When people hear that, they're like, what the hell is leaky gut? This sounds gross. <laughs> it does sound gross. <laughs> so, and I'm not a doctor, but from what I, how I can explain it is basically like um, your gut lining gets I want to say so irritated to where it like it forms like kind of holes and toxins that you consume and that your body is supposed to push out the back end, you know, like spit out. It actually leaks into your body and seeps through your digestive tract as toxins where those. And so the toxins are being released in your body versus going through your body and like, you know, being cleansed and out the rear end, if that makes sense. <laughs> yes, we are talking about rear ends. Let's go. Yes, that's, uh, that's the best way for me to explain it. And you know, on that topic, Janelle, I also was, you know, this is a topic that not a lot of women talk about, but I feel it, or men who, anybody for that matter, but I feel like it's extremely important is the quality of our stools. So I had severe gas. I had gas pretty much my whole life. And I was to a point where I had basically chronic diarrhea. And that was due to the extreme leaky gut that I had. And again, Janelle, it wasn't until I corrected my diet is when, you know, my whole life turned around. And prior to that, Janelle, you know, I went to doctors. One doctor said I had IBS. Um, Somebody, you know, said, I went to another gastrointestinal doctor. He's like, there's nothing wrong with you. That's just how you are. And I knew the whole time that there was something wrong with me and this wasn't normal. And um, so just want to put that out to the space that experiencing those symptoms and side effects is a direct correlation to your internal health and what you're putting in your body. Wow. Okay. Awesome. So you're saying if someone has diarrhea on a regular basis, like that's kind of like their, like their lifestyle is just that type of stool. And then also a lot of gas on a regular basis, like they're farting a bunch, basically. That's, <laughs> that, is, that is basically like a good sign that someone might have leaky gut. Is that what you're saying? Uh, that could be one of the many signs of leaky gut. Yes. And then were the, so those are your key signs. I guess I'm just trying to think like if someone's listening and they're trying to figure out if they have like, like adult acne, of course, everyone knows whether they have adult acne or not. Um, what yeah. are some other examples that you had given that you were walking around with? Yeah. Chronic fatigue. Um, yeah. Just having ga gas, like I would clear rooms and it was just like, <laughs> My gut health was just wrecked, Janelle. And like I said, like I mentioned, you know, I had frequent, unfortunately, you know, the, the diarrhea. I, don't, I wish there was another name to use, but that's the only name I could think of. <laughs> Number 
three. <laughs> Number three, baby. Um, and um, I was hangry all the time. I was that woman that like I would need to eat or I would turn into like a, a bridezilla or whatever. And it, it genuinely was just because my blood sugar levels were off the chart. Um, and it was, it just all stems back to what I was putting in my body. Wow. That is incredible. I'm sure lots of people listening right now totally relate to that. So I'm excited for people to hear your story and to understand what you did to correct all that. So it sounds like you, um, you definitely were going to like different doctors and you were trying to figure it out. So yeah. what was your final, like, what was your aha moment where you figured out what was going on? Yeah. So my aha moment was when I actually went to a functional health doctor, which I, I don't know, some might have that covered by insurance. Mine definitely was not. And I paid a pretty penny to invest in myself and I got blood work done, which is, I think something everybody should do. Um, and then when the blood work results came back, that's where I found out that I did have leaky gut, that my, I have markers for autoimmune Hashimoto's that were basically starting to become inflamed. I was pre-diabetic. Can and you tell everyone what Hashimoto's is, please? Um, so it's an autoimmune condition and it can affect your thyroids. And that, so thankfully for me, Janelle, that that's the extent of it that, you know, I know because I didn't for, unfortunately for me, get affected by it. I know my mom also has the marker for Hashimoto's as well, but due to just her lifestyle and how she's, you know, living a healthy lifestyle, it also has not really became full blown in her either. Oh, gotcha. So it didn't fully affect you, but you had like the predisposition predisposition for it. Yeah. The doc, well, the doctor's like, if you don't change what you're currently doing, it's going to be, you know, it's going, you're going to full force bring, bring it out. So yes. Wow. wow. Okay, cool. So, and keep going. Sorry to interrupt you. No, you're fine. So that's where, when I went to the doctor, I got my blood work done. That's where I really found out everything. And then the doctor mentioned me going keto um, and before that, I had never even heard the word keto. I had no clue what that meant. And that's all she told me. And then, I, you know, Janelle, I was at a point in my life where things were not stable in my personal relationships with my, with my significant other. Again, I was moody. I was miserable. I was unhappy. I was in a career that I was miserable in, um, just completely just out of alignment with everything that I was really doing at that time in my life. And, you know, the thing that was like the straw that I want to say broke the camel's back was I was the chronic fatigue that I was experiencing was just not okay. I don't wish it upon anybody. I would be literally driving in the middle of the daytime after I just taken my double shot of espresso nodding off at the steering wheel and like my adrenals were shot. And that's when I was like, this has to change. And when I saw my results come back and I'm like, I'm not going to be walking around with the autoimmune condition. I work out in the gym five days a week. I, I am the leading example of health. Like, you know, people like, you know, at this time, Janelle, even though I was not a, a coach full time, I still symbolized health and fitness. My name's Interact Fitness. Like my vision and my goal is to be one day a full-time health and fitness coach. And I have to lead by example. And so that was really uh, when I took matters into my own hands and just started doing, went extreme with my diet, did extreme research. Yes, I went keto on it. Um, I was very inflamed at that time, honestly. Um, if I probably would have done just more paleo, I, I may have, 
I probably would have been just as good and seen just as great results, but I didn't. I did keto because I was starting to receive some insulin resistance. Um, and it was the best thing and decision I had ever done. Wow. That is so cool. And so what else changed in your life? So you changed your, your diet and then how did that start to change you? And then how did that start to change like your relationship and your career and where you live and like all those things? (laughs) Yeah. So I started, I just, I started putting myself first at this time. I was still working in corporate America and, um, I, I just was kind of like fed up with it. You know, I was traveling from coast to coast. So at that time, Janelle, I started traveling with all of my food with me. Like I would be going on these corporate business meetings. I would, I mean, I'm telling you, I would bring my own little traveling skillet cooker. I could plug into the wall. (laughs) No way. That's amazing. People would be eating the bacon and eggs downstairs free at the buffet. I'm upstairs cooking my own eggs in the room, my own bacon. Um, that's so impressive. I love I'd be going on a one day business trip and I'd bring the extra, extra large suitcase and like stuff. I had that I have six pack bag coolers, which by the way, six pack bags are the best to travel with. I'd load all them up with ice packs, make sure nothing leaked, just check that bag. And then it was all there. Or, you know, if I was gone for a longer period of time, then I started realizing, okay, let me just ship some meals from a meal prepping company service to my hotel. Um, and I went pretty extreme, but I, for the most part, I really tried to make sure I was the food I ate because, you know, we can purchase the best quality food to put into our body. We know what, when we cook food, what's best for us. And so Janelle, that just really inspired me to, you know, continue to put myself first. And around the same time, that's when I transitioned out of corporate America. And I was like, this is not what I am passionate about. Um, I was selling security software inside of the self storage industry. Don't ask how I got there. It's a long story. (laughs) Um, And that's when I shortly afterwards met you. I invested in, you know, the business coach Sterling and, um, you know, Janelle, I must say that the more I invest in myself and, And that's not in regard to the quality of food, but even like we were talking about before this podcast began, but even like in regard to my mental health and of course, physical health, the better person I become and the better I can show up in all areas of my life. And the more I pour into my cup, the more I inspire others to do the same. And uh, I really just want to say that like we lead by doing not, not by what we say necessarily, but how, but by what we do. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Did I, did I answer your question? Sorry. hundred percent. Yes. I was like, girl, you can just keep going. You got the mic right now. And I think everyone who's listening is like truth bomb on truth bomb on truth bomb. <laughs> so if you hear nothing else from this whole podcast, it's like, go invest in yourself, go invest in yourself, spend money on yourself because you are worth it. And so often we're okay with spending money on silly things like coffee or eating out or, you know, even I think travel is great, but even like, I feel like our generation, especially is like travel, you know, and traveling is good, but it's like, you can invest all this money on going to Europe or going to, you know, South America or whatever. But at the end of the day, when you return to your job that you hate and you return to the job or the life that you hate and you're like, gosh, I can't wait for the next vacation. Yeah. You start saving some of your money that you're spending on all these vacations, these like two to three big vacations you get a year. 
and start spending it on a coach or start spending it on, you know, going to conferences or spend it on something that gets you to a place where you're happier in your day-to-day life so that you don't just live for vacations. Amen, sister. You know, it's so crazy. People look at me and I'm sure you and they think, oh, well, you've just always been that way. Like, what do you, if people knew who I was, I mean, I just shared some parts of me, but like who I was and where I came from and how I used to show up, like y'all would be very surprised. And yeah, it's the most, the growth happens the most when you take time for yourself uh, to learn to love yourself, which is something that a lot of us especially women, I don't want to say, I don't say especially women and put, like putting us in categories, but I see that because that's the majority of women who I, people who I work with is women. Um, yeah. The more you learn to love yourself, which comes through working on yourself, comes through reading self-help books, listening to self-help development, listening to podcasts like this to inspire you, uh, the more that you can just be a better person. And yeah, like you said, stop avoiding putting off like you. And, um, we live in an era where there's so many different distractions or yeah, like, let me just go on a trip to get away from reality. And the fact of the matter is you guys going on a trip is our reality. Everyday life is a reality. Like tomorrow was never promised for us. So love the life that you have right now. And one way to do that, if you're not happy is investing in the coaches like Janelle and I both, like we both have mentors. I talk with my co- a coach three days a week. I am a coach and I need to be coached. And yes, I'm, come on. Mm-hmm. how are we ever going to learn? Like how is a fifth grader ever going to become a sixth grader unless he is taught and educated? And I know where I want to be um, in life. I'm so proud of where I am, but I'm so excited to see the growth that continues to come. And I know for a fact that's not going to happen without inner work, self-development, investing in myself with coaches and mentorships. And I mean, Janelle, I think it's super powerful that you and I have been able to connect because you are such a strong woman and you are so influential and you are such a great inspiration. And I love that I have you in my life because you inspire me. And again, I would not have you in my life and we wouldn't be, you know, in in our community together if it wasn't for us investing a high ticket dollar amount in ourselves for our, you know, future and our personal growth. 110%. I could not agree more with everything you're saying. And I even think of the day that you called me like a year and a half ago and you're like, Hey, I just went through this awesome conference. Um, it's like Lewis Howes went to this conference. It's really amazing. You're going to love it. And I had been thinking about going to Lewis Howes's, um, school of greatness conference in Chicago at the time. And I was looking to invest in myself and I was like, just you know, itching to invest somehow. And I had just finished, I think the previous investment and I was like, well, on to the next investment. Like, (laughs) how can I, how can I better myself now? And I ended up going to MITT, like you just told me to go. And I said, okay, I'm going. And I just went. And that's, I think the kind of friendship that we have. And that's the kind of friendship I really encourage my clients to have too, is surround yourself with people who are going to level you up and encourage you to do better things. And not the type of friends that are going to be like, let's go out and get super drunk or like, let's go out and do, you know, all these things that are a waste of time. And, um, not that there isn't a time and a place to go out and have a drink with a friend. I enjoy going out and having a drink with a friend, but it's more about the focus. Is the focus the alcohol or is the focus sitting down and having a real conversation with someone about their life and about your life and where you're heading and where you're going. And 
um, all that goes to say you're the sum of the five people you hang around the most. I say that time and time again, and I just want to knock it into everyone's head that I come in contact with because I believe in that so fully that we need to be surrounding ourselves with people who make us want to be better. And, um, and, that, and you'll find that when you start to go to these conferences, get mentors, be around the right people, you're going to attract even more awesome people in your life just automatically, just naturally. Right. Absolutely. And for the, for the listeners who, when you said MITT, not everybody may not know what that is. Janelle, do you want to tell them what that is? Oh, well, why don't you tell them? Oh, okay. Well, it's, it just stands for mastery and transformational training. And it's really just a, a, another one of many great self-development trainings that they offer out here in California that Janelle and I have gone through. So again, like it ties back to Janelle, like we're just constantly reinvesting back into ourselves. And if you're in a place right now where you feel like finances, finances are, you know, you're strapped for cash. Well, guess what? Make podcasts your best friend because there's a wealth of free knowledge that you can gain um, through podcasts. Hi friends. I wanted to tell you about this new thing I just launched. It's called the Confidence Workshop. The Confidence Workshop is a women's only leadership training for the ladies of corporate America. And you guys, it's honestly going to revolutionize the workplace. What is the purpose of this workshop? You may be scratching your head, pondering deeply to yourself. (laughs) The Confidence Workshop is created to harness a unified company vision build authentic relationships within the workplace, and give practical tools to support women in showing up powerfully every single day. Hand clap emojis. So if you know of a company or event that would be perfect for this workshop, please head on over to our website, JanelleNA.com, and submit your request today. Thanks, and I can't wait to hear from you. Yep. Answer saving. Like, for free. <laughs> yeah. Podcasts were the way I got started. That's how that was my OG personal development was like podcast on podcast on podcast. And then, and then I took the next leap of faith and did some more investing with actual, you know, money and skin off my back. And that was way scarier. And, mm. and once you get used to investing in yourself, uh, you kind of, you feel weird when you're not, you're like, Ooh, I haven't done anything in a while. And I actually just bought tickets a few days ago to Rachel Hollis's um, business conference on the East coast in about a month from now. So I'm super excited about that. There's so many good people there. Ed Milet, um, Marie Forleo, like all these awesome, awesome, awesome business people. So anyway, just another. Oh, cool. Janelle. I'm excited for you. Yeah, girl. It's going to be great. Wait to read her books. I'm still on repeat reading the, um, Jen, what is Jen? The gin. Are you saying uh, Rachel Hollis or Marie Forleo? No. So Rachel Hollis, she, she wrote the book, Girl, Wash Your Face and Girl, Stop Apologizing, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I've still not opened up her work and like gotten into her books, which I am so excited to do. Like those are, it's like, I have like five other books I want to read, but those are definitely um, books I want to crack into right now. The one that again, I've been reading on repeat, listening to on repeat reading is, um, how to stop doubting your greatness and how to be a badass. Stop. How to be a badass. How to stop doubting your greatness by Jim Sparto. Yeah, 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 yeah. By Jen. That. Yes. That is my October book read. That's the one I'm about to start right now. How exciting. Yes. I love it. So yeah, that, you know, and you mentioned Janelle, 
that you learned through reading these books that you should actually read a book 10 times, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How is that again? Um, well, basically it was something that Frankie and I had been talking about that we had heard, oh, Grant Cardone. He was the one who said, instead of reading 10 different books, you should listen to this, listen or read the same book 10 times and really memorize what the person is saying and become like a true fan of that person. So you can begin to emulate some of the things they're doing, which is why I'm listening to Girl Stop Apologizing on Audible for the third time through right now. And I plan to read that one and listen to it. 10 times through to really emulate Rachel Hollis. Oh my goodness. So I am like on uh, audible, like listening to you are a badass for the fourth time right now. Yeah. And so you decided to do that after Frankie and I mentioned that. Well, so I was already listening to it, but then I was like, then I, ha- I was like on it the second time. And then you told me that I'm like, you know what? She's right. And there's just, it's still, every time I listen to it, I take away something more. And it's that book speaks to me so loudly right now in my life and where I'm at. I just feel like there's no point in like letting that go right now. No, don't keep reading it, girl. Keep reading it. Well, I'll let you know what I think since I'm getting started on it. Yay. I'm excited. <laughs> Okay, so we kind of diverted from some of the health um, stuff, but obviously all this goes right in the mix with health. Um, But I do want you to tell people, what are five specific foods that you want each person eating more of in their daily life and why? Oh boy. Well, I just, you know, I guess I'd say olive oil um, and olives because they, you know, that ties into the Mediterranean diet. They're so... Olive oil is so healthy for us. Uh, just uh, it's a non-inflammatory food, um, and then avocados because of the healthy fats in them. Um, what are your thoughts on avocado oil or olive oil? Um, so olive oil is very very healthy for you. Is an organic olive oil, um, and then avocado oil. I don't feel as if that's a bad thing for us. I would say if you're gonna choose olive oil or avocado oil, I would do olive oil. For uh, any specific reason or just because you feel like it's um, yeah, yeah. So there's something about the actual oil itself, Janelle. And I just know, I, I don't know the nitty gritty deets of it. I, I think I may once did, but basically all I know is that Olive oil is extremely healthy for you. All the biohackers that I listen to and the research that I do, they praise olive oil uh, because of its benefits. And something that I learned about the Mediterranean diet in itself is that um, even though the Mediterranean diet has grains and stuff like that in there, the grains are actually something that you know we should be avoiding, but it's so healthy for us. And the anti-inflammatory properties because of so much olive oil that is in the diet and the olives. And then, of course, getting natural vitamin D sunlight for where the region is. People get that natural vitamin D, and that's like the best nature's multivitamin we could take. So um, that's why I say olive oil, just because um, through the research I do, that just keeps on popping up. Very cool. Okay, so olive oil, avocados, what else? I want to say whole eggs, more specifically the egg yolks. Um, a lot of times people avoid the egg yolk because the fat, which that's actually the healthiest part to the egg is if you're going to eat anything, eat the yolk, not the whites. Um, and then the so next- how many eggs do you usually have like in a morning for breakfast? So religiously for about almost two years, I used to have religiously just two eggs a day. Okay. Um, recently I've girl, I cooked 
the same breakfast religiously uh, for like, I want to say a year and a half. I'm not really doing eggs every single day. Probably like every other day, um, I'll have at least one whole egg. But yes, that they're great for you. Great, great, great source of fat. Okay. And then here's another question. What if like two eggs, for example, doesn't fill someone up? I have heard that having more than two egg yolks a day can be, um, you know, a lot of cholesterol. And I don't know if you agree with that or not. A doctor told me that at one point. Um, but I was wondering if you would think like two eggs and then adding in egg whites as like, if you need a little bit more substance, so you get the both. What do you think about that? Yeah, absolutely. I do that with my client programs all the time, or I'll actually just add in chicken breast. So I don't just do two eggs. Like it would be two eggs and like a side of bacon, two eggs and chicken breast, two eggs and steak. Um, so I, or two eggs and half a cup of egg whites, just depending on what the goals are of the individual. Cool. And, and I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I will just have egg whites in a plan. If, if the, for macro purposes, and that's how it's, formulated and worked out, but I really do my absolute best to make sure that whole eggs are in a plan. And at the end of the day, Janelle, there's still some people where whole eggs are something that some people are intolerant to. So, um, and then in regard to the cholesterol, you know, when I first started my whole keto kick, um, I was running around saying dietary cholesterol has zero correlations to the cholesterol levels in our body, which for the most part, that is true, but there's actually 20, a small percentage of the population, about, I think, 25%, again, research coming out that continues to come out, that actually does show that um, they are very much so affected by dietary cholesterol. Um, so, you know, it, it's, you know, when I went keto, Janelle, my cholesterol from dietary intake was through the roof, and I never felt better in my life. Um, naturally, if you're going to consume a diet, higher in cholesterol foods, such as the keto diet, which is a higher fat diet, your cholesterol levels will go up a little bit, but um, everybody is different. So my, my thing would be consult with a doctor, but I wouldn't be too worried of it um, unless, you know, cholesterol is something that is an issue for you already. Cool. And I just realized just in case anyone's listening and you've said keto now like 10 times and they're like, maybe I don't know what keto is. So maybe very briefly say what keto is. Yeah. So the ketogenic diet is a high, high fat, moderate protein, low carb diet. Typically that's the traditional ketogenic diet. So instead of utilizing carbs and glucose or sugar for energy, you're actually utilizing dietary fat or your own fat from your body for energy. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we have, we're going all over the place. I love it. Um, olive oil, avocado, uh, whole eggs. Did I miss one in there? Did you no, you didn't okay. miss any. Yeah. Great. All right. We're on number four. Um, I want to say like sauerkraut, like fermented veggies, just because fermented veggies are really great for our gut health. It's a natural source of, I want to say a probiotic and they're just something easy. You can't go over too crazy on them. And they're just, again, they're, they're really healthy for you. So like, it, and you can't go over in, in regard to like calories, they're safe food to munch on. Um, and they are really great to eat, especially when you're eating steak or red meat of that source. 
Yeah, girl. I was in a fermentation class in college, actually, because <laughs> my school has a fermentation de degree at CSU. And I thought that I was taking the class to make alcohol. So I was like, yes, I got to make wine and beer and drink all the time. And then it was like, turns out there was no alcohol made, but we did make like sourdough bread and we made uh, cheese and we made kimchi, which is kind of like what you're saying. It's like a fermented. Yeah. Kimchi is a fermented veggie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We made sauerkraut. We made ginger beer. It was awesome. But yeah. And we learned all about probiotics and how probiotics are so good for your gut health for sure to help yes. the gut microbiome. <laughs> yes. And then I guess the last food I'd say it's a food that is a staple food in my diet, regardless if I'm you know, doing high fat, low fat, high, you know, moderate carb, low carb is sweet potatoes. And they just have a whole bunch of vitamins and minerals. It's a great source of iron, calcium, uh, vitamins B and C. And so they're very, very healthy for you. They're, they are high in antioxidants and they um, are carbohydrate, but they're not a simple carb. So they're not going to trigger a high insulin response, which is something that we really want to avoid. So they're a very safe food to consume and very healthy, very nutrient dense. Yes. Love it. So good. I'm going to add a number six, which is like spinach and kale, because I feel like people are not getting enough dark leafy greens in their diet on a regular basis. So I am always upping those because they also have a lot of antioxidants and are cancer fighting. So yeah. And your leafy greens. I would definitely say spinach for sure, Janelle. There is a, I've in the research, the most recent research that I've been listening to, um, kale has uh, oleic acid. Does that sound familiar? Um, it does sound familiar, but I don't know a whole lot about it. Tell me more. Okay, so j this is something that I just recently heard. Like, and and I've been trying to like look into it a little bit more. I've not done my best, but basically, like, there's a component inside the kale that, again, there's a certain specific percentage of a population that's intolerant to it and their bodies can't basically digest it. Um, and I think it's oleic acid. I guess I should know what I'm talking about before I say something, but um, just, you know, for people to be mindful of and just really that goes to Janelle being intuitive with your body and really listening to your body. And so being mindful of how your body reacts when you incorporate specific foods and um, being your own doctor for the most part, you know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Like I get super sick when I eat quinoa. It's like yes. my only food aversion and I feel like I'm going to throw up for hours if I have quinoa. And it's so funny because it's like, you know, everyone loves quinoa. It's this super food. It's in everything. And now I'm like having to check like chips that I buy at the grocery store to see if they have quinoa in them because I'll get like natural chips. And I'm just like, dang, you know, it's crazy that something that's so good for so many people um, really affects my stomach poorly. And I think that probably every food group is like that, but I have heard with kale, especially if you don't steam it, like if you steam it, you break down um, some of that that hard stuff to digest. Um, so a lot of people can't eat raw kale. And so I'll have to do, I guess we'll both have to do a little bit of research on the oleic acid in kale and see how that affects people's stomachs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And in regard to the quinoa, you know, that's a grain and some people will say we shouldn't have it at all. And it's just a glorified health food. So it, again, I it think it really depends on the individual's genetics 
their history, their in regard to like the origin of like where their bloodline originates from and like what foods are really best for their bodies. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. It's learning to be in tune with what your body likes, what you feel better with, what you don't feel better with. And there's no one size fits all. That's for sure. Mm, yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Janelle, if you don't mind, I have, I took up the notes. So pulled up my notes on the kale. Oh, oh perfect. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I love that. I was like, what did you find? Okay. So this is like brand new because, you know, um, and so we're not saying that don't eat kale, but we're just saying that there are some people where their bodies can't digest it. So most people, it says, can't digest the plant's defensive system in kale, oleic acid. Um, and it's only 60% of people can digest it. So basically like 30, 40% of the population um, can't, but the other 60, 70% can digest it. Um, I have a client though, she's like, my body needs kale, like it thrives off of it. So again, it just goes back to, what's going to work best for your body. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to tell somebody don't eat kale, um, whose body is completely capable of digesting it. It's just something again, to be mindful of. Yeah. Like try it out and see how you feel and, and then maybe try spinach and see how you feel with that and try lots of different things and like actually pay attention to how you feel after you eat it. Um, instead of just like throwing it into your body and then having no idea like how it's affecting you. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I know I eat very specific foods. I've gotten to a point now, Janelle, where I know what affects my body. I know if I have a, if I have gas, which is very, very rare, I'm like, I know exactly what caused it immediately. Like, because it's something I incorporated into my diet. That's a little abnormal from the norm. And to play things safe, like I try to stick to, you know, whole foods, not as much as I used to, because um, I've gotten a stronger gut. I've healed my gut. I can eat more foods and live that more of a flexible free lifestyle of eating. One time I wasn't able to, but again, it's just, if you are mindful about what you're putting into your body, you're doing your, you know, you're eating a clean diet. It's very easy to pinpoint what is irritating your body and what is not. And if you don't know, do process of elimination. Yeah. So good. And I think that leads perfectly into my next question, which is, I feel like often in America, um, sugars and, and sweets and alcohol and salty treats, all that stuff is a very big part of a lot of people's diets. So what are your thoughts on those things? Like, do you ever eat any of them or what does balance look like? Or do you believe in not eating any of them ever? Where are you at on that? Yeah. You know, Janelle, if you would have met me like six months ago, I'd have probably been like, hell no, do not eat those. <laughs> uh, maybe like once for in a blue moon for a special occasion for a wedding or whatever. But um, I, it, I honestly, de it depends on where the individual is at internally. And of course, like I, I want to say like, let's eat clean. Also, I want to say if you want to enjoy life and have that piece of chocolate cake or have a protein bar, um, if that's the only thing that, you know, I want to just say in moderation, flex, yes, like in, enjoy the protein bar if you want to have one. Um, but in regard to Janelle, the, the excess sugar intake that we are all doing, that is something that we need to be mindful of. And so um, I guess I feel as if it, that's a very, oh, my mind is going a million miles an hour right now. <laughs> okay. I put you on a hot seat. Can you ask me that question one more time? 
there was a lot of questions, so I can understand why your mind is very confused. You're like, there was 10 questions in one. Um, I just asked, like, I guess, well, let's start with sugar. Um, what does sugar look like in your life? Mm. So I had a sugar addiction, and I think that's half the reason why I wound up with all my health conditions because I was addicted to sugar. And most individuals in our society, unfortunately, Janelle, are literally addicted to sugar and they don't even know it. And um, the thing is, most of the time when people are craving sugar, it's really their bodies craving sodium and natural salt. And our brain kind of, the lines get blurred in our brain and it doesn't know the difference and we fix that craving by eating something that has sugar in it when in reality our body probably just needs to drink some mineral water to you know be hydrated because you know water has minerals in it and um a lot of us are dehydrated and or just like be mindful of putting mineral salt and sea salt on our plates um and or eat some protein instead so janelle anytime i am out i still get sometimes these sugar cravings and urges and the differences between how I operate now and how I used to operate two years ago is I don't give in to them because I don't want to go back to how I used to feel and so I do tell myself though in that moment where I get those sugar cravings and nothing else in the world matters to me I've kind of developed this step system like you know they do when you go to rehab like if you want to have a drink <laughs> pick, up, pick up the phone and call your sponsor if you still want to have a drink Go to a meeting, if you know what I mean? So like I do this step system, like, okay, if I want to have this donut, I'm really craving, let me go eat a protein focused, healthy meal first, get my mind right, get my blood sugar level stable, and then I'll go get that donut. And nine times out of 10, by the time I eat that healthy meal and I'm thinking normal again, I'm like, no, I don't want to put that into my body. And so like, that's kind of like my default that I will go to. Um, because Janelle, the fact of the matter is there's sugar in everything in our society and it's definitely something that is an issue and, um, needs to be, I feel, I feel as if brought more to light. I mean, everywhere we go, every corner we go to, there is a donut shop, there's Starbucks, which can be very naughty. You know, at one point in my life, I was drinking the white chocolate mochas every single day. And I was dating a guy who started calling me skinny fat and I'm like, what? I work out every day. Like, but that's, it was wow. like, yeah. Well, first of all, it's not okay for him to call you that, whether that's no. true or not. Um, <laughs> so that actually just makes me mad in general. But um, <laughs> but yes, drinking like 400 calories of sugar, especially oh. first thing in the morning, I can imagine what that does to your, um, to your body over time. Yeah. You sure. know what's really, one thing I just want to touch on on the sugar topic that both so since we've been out in California, we've had Ruben's family, my boyfriend's family, come stay with us. His brother, his mom, and her husband, and um, they all buy juice. <laughs> and I bring juice into our house, and we just look at them like y'all are crazy. Because when we see juice, we just think it's sugar. Because you have to think, how many oranges did you really have to squeeze into that one glass of juice, which probably isn't even real juice, anyways. Um, and so like we've been having to teach them that like just because something is juice it doesn't mean that we should be consuming it and like it's just all sugar and people just don't realize how much sugar they are consuming and so um i just want to let the audience know i'm pretty sure most of your audience probably has some you know that level of awareness in regard to 
knowing that, okay, juice is just all sugar. Like if you want to have fruit, go eat an actual orange. And right. you know what I mean? And still like some people can overeat on fruit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I always tell my clients, you know, you can have fruit, but maybe just one or one or two a day, you know, there's no need yeah. to really have more than like two fruits a day. And I agree. 1000 the same with like, you know, the juice, like you're saying, it's like, if you want to drink something that tastes a little bit like that in the morning, I always tell people, you can always get a glass of water and then put a splash of orange juice in it or put a splash of grape juice or some or uh, grapefruit juice, because then you might get that nice little flavor in there, but you're mostly drinking water and it's just more for like a, you know, a flavored effect kind of thing. Absolutely. Just make sure they have self-control. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And knowing that it's a splash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that's, I think it's so funny that you're like, they drink juice. And we both were like, ah, ha, ha, ha. and like, it's funny because it's true. Like probably even just a few years ago, that was something that yeah. many people, um, you know, and there's probably someone listening right now who might even be surprised. And so like, there's no, um, no, tea, no shame or anything like that. Like if you're hearing this right now and you're surprised, like, wait, I drink orange juice every morning. Cause I thought that was healthy. Yeah. Okay. Too. Like, um, there's a lot of things. And I think one thing you touched on that I wanted to bring up again, so I'm glad we're talking about this, is how often there are things that people think are healthy that really aren't healthy. And I remember about a year ago having this conversation with one of my best friends who was eating a lot of cliff bars. And you know, you said something about like protein bar as like an unhealthy thing. And I bet a lot of people listening were like, she keeps saying unhealthy and she keeps saying protein bar. And I'm really confused because I thought a protein bar is good. Um, but not all protein bars are created equal. And so I was just showing the ingredients and showing my friend how to read the, the back of the cliff bar because often people don't know how to do that. And so I would just say there's free education on Google. There's free education all over the internet. Educate yourself on how to read the back of a, um, label behind your, your bar, but try, I think the thing that, that Natalie and I keep, uh, saying over and over is look for clean whole foods. So like for me, do I buy protein bars? Yes. I don't, they're not like huge for me, but the ones I do want, so do I. Yeah. I love, I love them in moderation. I don't, I would never have more than one a day, but when I do have them, they're always, um, like something that's a whole food item. So I actually really like RX bars because there's only five ingredients in those. And I like perfect bars. Those have a lot of ingredients, but they're all organic and um, very natural food. So I can pronounce all of the foods that I'm putting in my body. And I would say that would be, if you're thinking about labels and how to look at the label of your protein powder or your uh, protein bars or anything like that, if you can't pronounce words on the back um, because they're like a lot of X's and Y's and dross and tros and all these things, it's mm-hmm. probably not a good food to be putting in your body, especially on a regular basis. Because if you put the same junk in your body, like a protein powder that's really cheap, but really, really poor quality um, ingredients. And you're putting that in your body every single day for years and years and years on end. You just have to think of like what it would be like to put a chemical into your body Mm. every single day for years on end. And and I truly believe a lot of that stuff does play into cancer and a lot of Mm. our, um, you know, the inflammation, inflammation right now, but I guess I'm thinking more like long-term effect, like people who have memory loss, like memory loss is really on the rise right now. And, and that's, um, that's, uh, Alzheimer's your dementia, right? Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. That was the word I was trying to find. Exactly. So, you know, Alzheimer's and 
um, unfortunately my grandma has that. And so it, I've, I've seen it firsthand and, and I don't, I don't, I don't know her cause. Obviously we don't know, but for me, when I was getting this really cheap protein powder and I was having it every day, I just started to think about, I'm like, these ingredients are really weird. I don't really know what they are. And I'm like, why would I put weird ingredients that I can't pronounce every single day into my body years on end? There's no way that can be good for my long-term brain health. That can't be good for my you know, my organs, my stomach, anything like that. So for me, I'm just now at a place where I spend more money and um, eat more real foods and then spend more money on better quality protein powders or protein bars that I can actually uh, read the words on the back and, and know that I'm like, okay, these are real foods that are putting in here and they're all natural, organic, all those types of things. So Hell yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and you know, and I just want to say like when I was healing my body though, like if there's some people that might be listening, like they, depending on what, how you're feeling internally, like if you're feeling how I once was feeling, then I would say, you know, go extreme, go, you know, no protein bars. Cause that's what I did. I cut out every single thing processed in a wrapper um, for a solid six months. And then, you know, I, after six months and I started, you know, once, once a week I might have something or, you know what I mean? Being a little bit lenient, but, um, yeah, I, everything that you say, Janelle, you, you hit the nail on the head, pretty dang perfect in my opinion. And in regard to the Alzheimer's though, Janelle, so, um, basically our neurons die and neurons, if they can't get energy and fuel, they die. And so when we become insulin resistant, which means it's our cells inability to bring in nutrients, the glucose and sugar to feed the cell, to keep it alive, it dies off. And so that's why if you are like being pre-diabetic type two diabetes, like being insulin resistant, that is what leads to memory loss. Like that's what leads to killing off your neurons and, and things like that. So, um, again, making sure that you are consuming single ingredient foods, that would be your best bet and foods that aren't going to be triggering and spiking your blood sugar, which that's going to be sugary foods. So. Right. And, and a lot of times that means I think as much as possible, eating from home. I know that that's always hard to do and I'm not against eating out. Of course, there's a time and a place for eating out, but the more you can eat at home and be in control of the ingredients you put in and you know how much, you know, you know that you're using olive oil as opposed to butter, you know, to cook things or, you know, you're more in control of what you're actually consuming. And so it's not to say you can't ever eat out, but, um, I would encourage anyone listening. If you eat out on a really regular basis, that would be another thing you could really shift is go grocery shopping, fill your fridge with really awesome foods and start cooking more of your own meals at home. 1000%. And I just want to say something in regard to the butter comment. So butter, you guys, yes, it's a fat, but that's not bad for us. You just have to make sure the quality, like right now everybody's getting this, it's not butter crap. <laughs> when in reality, if you're purchasing the, you know, Vital Farms, Kerrygold, pasture-raised grass-fed butter, that's actually okay to incorporate into your diet. And for some people, like for me and my body feels great for others, you know, having dairy out of their diet altogether and sources of it is, it makes them feel a little bit better. Now, cheese is another topic that I don't want to really go down on, but, um, butter, if it's, you know, quality butter, that's, that's okay to have. Um, just gotta, you know, we're on this, like we talked about Janelle, this, this craze where, uh, we're consuming lots of 
chemically processed food and the I can't believe it's not butter, that's the kind of stuff that you need to avoid. <laughs> right. Or even, I mean, I think natural, just normal, like, yeah, it's not margarine. Like, I can't believe it's not butter is margarine. Um, but even just regular butter, not to say that it's bad, but it's not something you necessarily want to be putting in your body. But like you're saying, 100% grass fed, um, that might be something that works really well for someone. And um, so it kind of depends, but I guess I'm just saying a lot of times at restaurants, maybe, you know, a restaurant, yeah. you know, that has, that really is like good quality food. And if you know that, do that, that's great. But a lot of restaurants, you don't really know what they're putting into the meal they're making for you. And that's, I guess that was the main point that I was making. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and no, I totally agree with you in regard to that aspect. Um, yeah, eating out, you will not get the same quality of food that you get eating at home. If I'm eating out, I do not get any of that butter because that's not good for you. Um, and yeah, like most of the time, Janelle, you can't get like they're not using the good quality oils in the food. They're not using the best quality meat. Um, most restaurants, they actually can't serve organic meat from local farmers and things like that. It has to be quote unquote part of the USD regulation source. So no, everything you're saying I'm in complete alignment with. I just, I know I just heard the word butter and some people think that, oh, butter's not good because it's a fat. It's just when you're back at home, it's good if you get the right kind. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. We are saying the same thing, sister. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and bring everyone on home. I want to tell, or I want you to tell everyone listening three things that you want the audience to walk away with, like three action steps. Oh, wow. Okay. So the three action steps I would say is Pour into yourself first every morning. Uh, start your morning off with gratitude and do your absolute best to stay in a space of gratitude and presence because that, my friends, is a game changer. Um, and to that, you know, just the self-help, self-development books, reading them every single day. Um, the more inner work you do on your mind, the, the more inspired you are to want to treat your body better. Um, the second action step I would say is cook your own food at home, eat at home (laughs) as much as possible, highest quality foods you can put into your body. Always, always, always organic when you have the option to, I know we don't always have that option, but if you can make it organic. And then the third step is, oh my goodness. Um, the third step, Janelle, I have to think about it is set a goal, set a goal for yourself. Like always have a goal that you're working towards and, uh, in regard to your health and fitness and moving your body. So, um, make it a goal that have a calendar. If if it helps something visual, but you're moving your body four days a week doing, you know, half an hour workouts or training, you know, an hour every day for four days a week or something like that. So setting a, a goal that you get to work on for yourself to finish these last 90 days strong. And if it's, you know, going out of your way and finding somebody to coach you through the holidays to make sure, you know, you're implementing this physical goal, then do the damn thing, invest in yourself. You're the single <laughs> most important investment that you can ever invest in. So those are the three things. Sorry. I didn't know it was going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> I love it. Those are great action steps. Um, thank you, Natalie, so much for being on the show. You are incredible. Your wisdom and your knowledge and your 
fun, bubbly spirit is just so, so contagious. I know I feel uplifted already from even just talking with you for this last hour. So I can imagine everyone who's listening feels the same way. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. No, I truly uh, enjoyed it. Awesome. Well, you guys, please, please, please don't be afraid to reach out to Natalie. If you have any um, health or nutrition questions, um, if you have any like leaky gut questions, anything like that, um, questions about poop, maybe since we covered that topic, there's just so many good topics that were covered today. Find her on Instagram at NRX fitness, and she would love to connect with you. Bye guys. Bye. See you later. Mm-hmm. <laughs>